0: Well, i uh, also add to the chorus of Happy Father's Day um, to you all. Um, I was recalling, recalling some with, uh, about my uh, father, and um, one of the things that he um, sort of lived by um, often is, and would even speak to, is like there's, there's nothing like being there. Um, uh, you can, folks can talk about it. They can tell you about it. They can show you pictures. You can imagine it in your mind. You can hear from others about it. But there's just nothing like being there in um, the moment. And, and uh, Dad would love to travel. And he'd take us with us to all different kinds of places. You know, to big cities. And take us to the Rocky Mountains. And take us to the beach. Um... And uh, enjoy that to you know, to to jump in um, uh, with um, uh, all uh, um, abandoned and you know and if you've had that kind of experience where you know you see pictures you see hear stories people tell you about you know these grand things like um, uh, uh, going to the beach or, or seeing the mountains or going something like to the the Grand Canyon. Um, there's just nothing like. Feeling, you know, the the sand on your feet and the, the wind on your face at the same time that you're hearing the waves and then you're you're jumping into the ocean. You're even tasting the water. There's just nothing. The first time that you experience the the beach, it's just you, there's nothing like being there compared to all the other ways that you can experience it secondhand. Um, and first service after first service uh, um, Richard Pestridge came up to me and said I remember the time that I took Donna to see the Grand Canyon Donna's his wife for the first time and I blindfolded her you know she's seen pictures we watched documentaries but I blindfolded her and then brought her to the edge and then took the blindfold off and she just started screaming and crying Because there's just no way to prepare to see such grand sights like that. And what we're um, doing this summer is starting a journey with Jesus to the gospel of John. Where he tells us, and we'll see today, he tells us the same thing with him. There's, there's, there's no way to describe and explain what it means to walk with Jesus, to believe Jesus, to follow Jesus, except to do it. Except to, to jump in fully um, with Him. And, and that's what we'll um, hear today as we look um, at the very first chapter of John, verses 43 through um, 51. As he is in the be- beginning of his ministry, um, it's where he is um, uh, inviting the first of his followers to come after him. So uh, it's on 863 in your pew Bible or you can follow along on the screen. Let's, uh, let's pray together. Almighty God, we give you thanks again for your written word. We give you thanks for your living word that, that brings those um, two to, together in our very um, heart and in our soul to know and uh, to follow you, to experience what it means to, to walk with you. Um, so we ask now, Lord, that you in the power of your spirit, uh, that you would um, open our, the eyes of our heart. You would free us to, to hear from you. To receive from you, and then to do what you're calling us to do. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, John chapter 1, starting with verse um, 43. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to, toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathaniel asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Right, so the, the first thing that we see is Jesus' interaction with, with Philip. And here is one of Jesus' most common invitations to those that he encounters. As he encounters Philip, he turns to him and says, follow me. Now, now this follow me is very different than believe in me um, or know me. It's follow me. It it is that whole life experience. It is jumping in to follow Jesus with your whole self, with your, your whole life. It takes full involvement complete giving yourself to Him. Jesus is not just about a a book to study or a a movie to watch or a philosophy to to understand or even a moral ethic to do. But He's a person to know and obey, to follow. Not a a follower like we might use today in Instagram or Twitter Um, that you just sort of Keep a nice, safe distance, but a follower on the whole journey of life. That's his invitation to Philip and his invitation to all. And, and part of that following him means that, you know, that we're not following all the other ways and people that we could go. You know, to, to Jesus to say, follow me, means there's you know, 359 other degrees that we could be traveling that we're not going to be traveling because we're following Him. And everybody, everybody follows someone. Everybody follows something. There's some direction that we are going, that we are being led And this is a good reminder for those that are investigating Jesus for the first time, that it's not just mental assent, it's it's not just doing a few religious things, but it is a a whole life that He is inviting you to give to Him. And for those of us that have been Jesus followers for decades, it's a good time to, to stop and reflect and say, wait a minute, have I grown stale on following Him on this journey. Have I grown bored on this this adventure that He calls us on? And, which is a good reminder to say, okay, wait, maybe I'm following something else besides Jesus. It might be good. There's a lot of good things to follow, whether it's work, whether it's pleasure, whether it's money, whether it's fame, um, uh, whether it's accomplishment. I mean, a lot of uh, it's family, a lot of good things to follow. But Jesus invites, Philip he invites us every day to reflect, am I following Jesus today? Today. But so may be for some investigating Jesus for the first time that he's saying, "Come, follow me, go where I'm going." For others of us, it's a time to investigate Jesus again for the first time. And he is such a multifaceted character as God in the flesh, we will never grow. Board of following and exploring and seeking Jesus together. He's just too, too complex, too beautiful of a character. We'll always be learning, always be growing, always be taking steps on this adventure with Him. So His invitation to any and all, follow now, when Philip... So he's on this adventure. Part of the other thing of this adventure that he's following Jesus, then it, it, Jesus is contagious when we're following him. So what we, we see with, with Philip, then he, is, he's, he then goes and gets his buddy, gets, gets Nathaniel. says, Hey... We, we have found the one. We have found the one that is fulfilling the words of Moses, fulfilling the prophets of old. This, this is it. This, this Jesus guy from Nazareth, he's the one that we know is the, the one from heaven. Come check him out. So, so Jesus, is not only, not only is there an adventure, but it's also a sense of being contagious that we want to invite others, just like Richard did with Donna. Well, I can't wait to show you the Grand Canyon. But what I love here, what I love here, when Philip goes to Nathanael and says, so he's the one, he's the one that Moses talked about, the one the prophets talked about, and it's Jesus of Nazareth. Now one, you you get here, you get the complexity that that John's already presenting before us, that, that Jesus is God, divine one, the creator of the universe, sent from heaven, who is in human form. So the one Moses wrote about, the prophets talk about, but now he is here, born Joseph, and lives in Nazareth. Man, Nathaniel, his question, it's a great one. Anything good come out of Nazareth? I mean, Really? He's the one that's going to come from... Now, what I love there is that he brings, uh, he he demonstrates to us that this quest, this journey of following is one that is open and honest. There's no facades here. There's no putting on airs. There's no religious requirements. Nathaniel just comes and says, I can't imagine anything good coming out of Nazareth. And and folks, if you're investigating Jesus, then come with the doubts. Come with the concerns. And if you've been following Him for 20, 25 years, you've probably got some disappointments and real arguments with God. Bring them. He can handle them. He wants us to come open and honest to search for what is true, to search for the, the fullness of life, the abundant life that He says that He's brought. Search for its meaning in Him. Because, again, like I said, we're all following somebody. We're all on a journey. We're all searching and pursuing something. It may, again, be comfort. It might be peace. It might be strength. It might be fame. But Jesus invites us to follow Him, to pursue Him who is God. The, the ruler of all of creation. See, now, we're, we're all pursuing something, and the question is, is that something worth what the, our, our very lives? Because Jesus understands this journey of, of life, we're pursuing truth, is, it, it takes our whole life. That's why He says, follow me. I uh, ran across a, a gentleman who set a world record for pursuing um, some great end. He, um, Steve Feltham is his name. Spent 25 years, or has spent the last 25 years, last quarter of a century, pursuing this goal. Set, like I said, set a world record. He, he left his job, sold his house, bought a van that he could live in to, to pursue his passion. the Loch Ness Monster. That's what he is pursuing with all this. You have to give him great props, right? That he's given himself 25 years to this, and, and that he's left everything to follow it. You know, and I, you know, I always found this stuff sort of cool. You know, Sasquatch, um, uh, the uh, Loch Ness Monster, Bermuda Triangle, UFOs. I always found those things really cool. I don't know. If I'd give 25 years. Um, to it, but he has given all of that so i that it's that kind of pursuit that is impressive he knows what he 's going after and aware of it but here 's my my question what 's he going to do when he finds it you know i mean i 'm sure yeah you know, he can take it for a while make pictures you know make some money on it if he finds the lot in this monster i don 't you know, I don't know. And if he's not able to really get a good picture, you know, who's going to believe him? But what's he going to do when he finds it? What's his purpose in life going to be then? What's, what is he going to pursue? See, Jesus calls us on this adventure, on this journey to follow after him. Because He knows that when we find Him, when we are in relationship with Him, we're in relationship with the Creator of the universe, the One who gives life and life abundant, the the One who is beautiful beyond imagination, the One who, who we will never plumb the depths of, the One who will give and continue to give more and more meaning and purpose and beauty life. So Jesus calls us to follow him. It's not not to to build up his numbers. It's out of love. he, He knows that if we follow him, that's the way that leads to life. And so we come. We're pursuing what is true, what is good, we're pursuing life and love together. And Jesus says, follow him. And so come to him, whether it's you're investigating him for the first time or the hundredth time, come to him with your questions, with your concerns, with the doubts, just like Nathaniel. But hear what Philip says to Nathaniel when he comes to him that openly anything good come out of Nazareth. What does Philip say? Come and see. Come. Check it out. Come see this guy. See what he does. See what he teaches. See who he is. It's not a, not a high-pressure game here. It's, it's not winning an argument or a debate. It is an invitation. Follow me. Come and see. To explore Jesus together. And here's here's what happens. Um, I love then when when Jesus interacts with Nathaniel. What what happens? Yeah, there. Um, it, Jesus it turns out Nathaniel's the one who's look, who's searching for Jesus, but Jesus already knows Nathaniel. Yeah, so he says, you know, um, he sees Nathaniel. Here is a, a true Israelite, and one in whom there is no deceit. Nathaniel, how'd you know that? Well, I saw you under the fig tree. And then Nathaniel responds in worship. Teacher, you're the Son of God. You're the King of Israel. Makes you wonder, what happened under that fig tree? What what was going on there? I'm... My sense is that it was that Nathanael was engaging with God. He was talking with God in some way. He didn't know he was talking to Jesus. And so when God in the flesh is there in front of him, he's responding to him about what was going on under the fig tree in Nathanael's mind, and his heart, in his life. And, and that, that's what happens when we seek and engage Jesus. What, what He will reveal to us is not only Himself, but ourselves. He reveals to us who we are. Because He created us. He knows us. He knows how we're gifted. He knows where we're broken. And He knows how to lead us into the fullness of life. Because Jesus is, as he says at the very end, he is heaven on earth. He is the one that he says, when you look at me, you will see angels ascending and descending. You will see the very presence of heaven in your midst. And so, as we follow him, as we pursue him, that's what we experience. Probably what is is happening, it may have even been under the fig tree. This is a a guess that I I, I like. Well, not a guess, it's based on the text, some. That maybe even Philip was having, was reading in in Genesis 28 about Jacob. Jacob was a guy from the Old Testament, one of the leaders in, in Israel. And Jacob was one who was known for actually doing some deceitful things. And so when Jesus told Nathanael, hey, you're somebody, an Israelite in whom there's no deceit, that could be referring to Jacob. And then at the end, when he talks about the angels coming down and uh, going up and down, probably referring to what some folks, you may remember some of the old Bible stories of Jacob. Jacob was dreaming. And you remember the song, We Are Climbing Jacob's Ladder? Jacob had a dream about a ladder and in that ladder, angels were going up and coming down. So Jesus referring to that event about himself. That he is the one who brings heaven down to earth. So this is the the, the journey that we're on as we're following Jesus on this adventure of the way we were created to live according to the ways of heaven. Jesus invites, just like he invited Philip, just like he invites Nathaniel, invites us all to come and see. Invites us all to follow him with this whole self-commitment. Filled with questions, filled with doubts, filled with uncertainty, we come openly and honestly and we jump, jump in to check him out. This summer, we're going to walk through the Gospel of John. We're going to look at different things Jesus taught, different things that He did. Um, we've got devotions that have a daily devotional from each from folks in the congregation that have written um, devotions for the week throughout the summer walking through John. There's a hard copy that you can get on your way out or you can check out believingjesus.net which is an online version of... Uh, of the devotions, just again walking through John doing what he says let's just go let's come and see let's let's check it out for there's some here that, that today then is a, is a time for you simply to commit to come and see Jesus just to check him out. Again, it may be because it's the first time you've really ever thought about Him. You've got all kinds of prejudices, preconceived notions that you get from all other kinds of places besides the Scriptures. It may be that some of you have been uh, Christian for decades, but today is the time to recommit to come and see and check out Jesus. For whatever reason, the, the journey has lost its adventure today the day for you to commit simply to come and see Jesus. Uh, for others, today might be a day simply to commit uh, like Philip did to invite others on this contagious journey. There may be others that God's bringing in your path uh, like a Nathanael, simply to invite them to come and see with you. Or it may be that today is a time for you to to hear how Jesus is revealing yourself to you like with Nathaniel. It's a time to stop and really listen and reflect on what he might be saying to you or maybe like Nathaniel. and not just checking him out, but you've checked him out and what you know, and you know he's revealed himself to you in some particular ways and it's time for you to fish or cut bait. It's time for you to commit or recommit yourself to the authority of Jesus in your life. He's, he's brought those things to your mind and you're um, uh, struggling with them or running from them or hiding from them, whatever you're doing and today may be the day that He's saying to you, like Nathaniel, commit or recommit yourself to His authority as the Son of God, as the King of your life, of our lives. Jesus is God in the flesh invites us, and he, and he invites us in a, in a, a no-pressure way. Hey, come and see. Come check it out. Come check me out. Where where are you on your journey with Him? Let this, this summer be a way that you take that next step, wherever it might be, with Him. Amen.